Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Hats Off is an edutainment podcast that is in no way a substitute for clinical assessment, diagnosis, and treatment. The views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and their guest. Mental health is defined as a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. But sometimes we have to get real, and that's when we say, hats off. What's up, y'all? How's it going? We are chill, ready What's for a new episode. Poppin'. Yes, yes, episode 11. All right, all right. Um, so how are you? Blessed up. Blessed up, yes. So earlier today, Earl and I were on the phone because we literally talk all day long. And um, while he was telling me a story, I interrupted him. And I was like, I just saw a bumper sticker that said, Jesus is coming. Look busy. Look busy. And so that is the new motto, y'all. Jesus is coming. Look busy. That's my new motto at work. Look like you doing something. And I came to a lot of revelations today. Um <laughs> Oh, I had a beautiful revelation at work today. I like it. So. <laughs> I like it. So, welcome, welcome. Um, welcome me, welcome you. Yes, yes. Another episode of Hats Off. I'm really excited about this topic because we need to talk about these things and we don't. And so, we're about breaking stigmas across the board. And so, we're going to talk about that. Um, but first, of course, we would be remiss to not mention... Um, the devastation in Puerto Rico, um, and that our thoughts and prayers, as well as our efforts, are with you guys, even if everybody don't want to help. Um, and let me just take a moment to say, right before I got off work, I saw a video of that dude throwing paper <laughs> towels into a crowd. Shooting them towels. And I'm just like, like, can you be more? Like, are you trying to be disrespectful? Well, you know, he also told them today that um, although this is devastating. It's not as bad. He said, it's not as bad as Katrina. And then he go, <laughs> then he said, oh, you guys are really cutting into our budget, but it's all right. Oh, I Because we, because we. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that my storm got loose. I'm sorry that, my hurricane that y'all's entire island has been demolished. It's in disarray, but it's okay. And people are like just burning up to death and old people can't get their medicine or air condition or food and like this. I'm sorry for your chaos, but it's not as bad as somebody else's chaos. So you should be grateful and take these and mop it up with these paper towels. You can't mop this shit up. That wasn't even bounty. That wasn't even bounty. That was like paper towels at work. Bounty basic. They really don't even dry your hands. You literally throw paper towels at people who don't have food. Fuck you. Fuck you. How about that? But also to the um, survivors and victims of Las Vegas. Oh my god. Shooting. Yes. Um, And so you know we just want to take a moment of silence uh, for the victims, their families, um, and those injured as well. Thank you. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, just Earl and I talk about this a lot. Um, there's a lot going on in the world and there's a lot to digest and we need to step away at times. And that doesn't make you callous. That doesn't make you uncaring um, to be like, you know what? I um, 
can't watch every video. I can't read every article because it's not good for your mental health. And you won't be productive in actually helping if you're so overwhelmed and saddened, you know what I mean, by what's really happening. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to step away in order to be able to then have enough strength and emotional fortitude to then step into action. So feel free to step away. Yeah, step away when you need to. So, all right. So we're going to tip our hats this week. I am tipping my hat to Cathay Dawkins, who is a coordinator of the Charlotte Black Restaurant Week, which will be taking place October 16th through the 22nd. Check it out. Check it out. You can find it on Facebook, but we will also have a link attached to the description below. Yes. And the website is cbrw.com. Um, and this is not uh, affiliated with the Charlotte Restaurant Week Queen's Feast. Um, you will need to book directly through the um, restaurants that you want to attend. And there will be a 25 to um, 50% discount or and a specialized menu as well. Um, so please support and check this out. I think this is a great way to acknowledge all of the amazing black entrepreneurs yes. in Charlotte um, in the restaurant business. Support black businesses. Can't wait. Um, and we have some other exciting things coming down the pipeline. Meow, 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 meow. And we will share those later. Um, but yes. And I am going to be tipping my hat to my cousin, Sienna Rouse. Um, Sienna is an artiste. She's a photographer, she's a um, poet and, and an author, and she recently came out with a book called Vanta, with a V, Vanta Black, um, and I adore her and am super proud of her um, her work. She has several books, though, so if you check her out, her website is SiannaRouse.com, and Sienna is spelled C I O. N-A, and then Rouse is R-O-U-S-E. Um, and yay, cousin. And just real quick, I'm going to share um, one of the uh, poems. And this one is called Marrow. Everyone's white on the inside after all, she said, declaring what she knows about bones. And she thinks she knows quite a lot. What I know, though, is how red and yellow keep together the essentials, the seed of semen. I know tomorrow, no matter how she tries to slice me, when the air and the heat hit in my bones, I am vitally black. Violently, yes. Yes! All right. So, today, we're going to talk about... Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Mm, 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 All the good things mm, and the bad things, mm, bad mm, baby. Let's talk, talk about, about sex. sex. Hey. So, yes. So, we're going to talk about humping. Y'all know I love to say humping. Um, and we're talking about it because recently there was an event um, at a university <laughs> and uh, the event was about you know safe sex and consent and just sex education in general and I was appalled by the questions that were asked simply because I'm pretty sure the people who were asking these questions are already having sex and so they should know <laughs> The answer to these questions, because if you licking, sucking, and putting your privates in people's everywheres, you should know these things. And so I wonder One why we can have sex, and yet sex is just still so taboo. So what are your thoughts about that, Earl? Like, why is sex still so taboo, as sexualized as we are? Well, you know, I talked about, I touched the base on this um, a few episodes ago. When we were yeah, talking check about, out Black um, Pride. Black Pride. People are generally just not secure. First off, if you don't know yourself, I highly doubt you're going to know yourself sexually. Mm. Knowing yourself is different layers. Knowing yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, sexually. Mm. If you don't know what you like sexually, mm-hmm. of yeah. course you're going to think it's taboo. And you're not going to be able to agree or support what anybody else is doing in their bedroom or wherever they at. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then I think it's all about your, um, your location. Gotcha. In the South. Gotcha. Um, I, don't know. I feel like folk are struggling 
Like when I think no, about like struggling everywhere. even like you married to this human being and y'all have humans together and yet y'all still struggle sexually. And I think it's also because people are scared to open their mouth and just talk. Mm, mm-hmm. Talk, y'all. Talk. Just say if you don't like it, you don't like it. Exactly. If you want to exactly. try it, try it. Exactly. So what I wonder what that is. Like what stops people from being like, yes, no, maybe so. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't like it. Like, you know what I mean? I just, um, yeah. Because what I will say for me is that, you know, my mama was very odd. Like, so the way that I found out about, like, I remember asking her, like, five or six, like, mama, where do babies come from? And she was like, a man takes his penis and enters a woman's vagina and ejaculates. And I was like, what? What is happening? She's like, let's get a book. Let's get a video. Like, she, like, remember when Blockbuster, they had, like, an educational section. And she got, like, a Birds and the Bees educational book that talked about, I mean, video that talked about masturbation. It talked about all these things. And I was like, I don't think... I just wanted her to be like my belly. Um, Babies come from my that belly. That was not my and so, um, experience. I was yeah. told by my aunt that she ate too much cereal. And <laughs> I was like, why do you have a baby or something? She's like, I just kept eating food and now See? I'm pregnant. But I was like kindergarten. Mm. But I don't even remember having yeah. the talk. But yeah. I feel like I was always awake. I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel know. like, so do we think that it becomes very taboo starting early? Like, Fam, like parents being uncomfortable with nudity and sexuality in general makes it difficult for them to communicate those things to their children. And so then the children aren't comfortable and then they talk to their friends who don't know shit either. I don't know because I, I feel like people are having the sex. They're um, having the sex, but they're not talking too. about the sex. Um, That's the thing. But I don't know if it's like a... I don't know because I don't remember having multiple conversations about sex with my parents. Mm-hmm. But I was quite aware, like yeah. I knew the things. Gotcha. But I don't remember us having like multiple. Like I, I, I can't sit here and recall. I just remember. I don't know. I guess my situation is different too because like I had uh, mom was a teen mom, so like mm-hmm. we were. I was already aware. Like don't do the <laughs> don't things. do the things. Just so I don't. Um, I don't know because I feel like. I think it's okay. I think people parent their children the opposite of how they wanted to be or how they were. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of parents who are like maybe like have been, I don't know, because I'm lying. I don't know. Because I was about to say maybe conservative parents might have been wilder when they were younger and they don't yeah, want their so kids to be. But then I know like some parents who weren't that conservative aren't really conservative with their kids. I don't, yeah. I don't know why. What I do think though is that the level of comfort you have with your own sexuality and your own body will translate into the level of comfort you have ex- explaining sexuality to your children. But not even your kids though, because I just feel like some people are not even able to have a sex conversation with your friends. And that's yes. the best conversation. Yes. Talk about story. sex with your friends. You can talk about that forever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, my mom, she just was like, I want you to know the things. You know what I mean? And she said, like, I'd rather you come to me and be like, I want to have sex and me get you some birth control than you come to me and be like, I'm pregnant. She was like, all day, every day. So when I got to the place where I was like, I think I want to do this. She was like, well, like, chat with me a bit. (laughs) Like... Why do you think you want to do this? What has this boy done mm-hmm. to earn this kind of gift? Um, like, what is this going to look like? Because are you going to hump this little boy in the back of the car at his mama house? Or is he going to make the effort to romance you and wine and dine you? Because she was like, once you start this, you could, you're going to always want it. And once you give up your virginity, like, you can never go back. Mm-hmm. And the way she talked to me about it made me wait more. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like, wait, 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 I ain't ready. Wait. And you ain't ready to do me right. <laughs> so let me just, like, she was just very open and honest. And that set me up, I think, for open and honest conversation about sex and asking for what I need and want, mm-hmm. which I think intimidates people and also makes people uncomfortable. And I'm like, why are you uncomfortable? Because you obviously humping. If I were to be like, let's hump right now, they'd be like, sure. But I'm like, let's talk about it. They're like, whoa, what do you mean? So, yeah, I'm just really um, confused. And sex is, so Earl had mentioned before the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Um, So you can Google that. But basically, it's a 
pyramid that discusses the different levels of our needs and it's from the bottom to the top mm -hmm. so you have to meet the bottom level of needs before, before you reach the next level and sex is on the bottom level of needs if you google maslow's hierarchy <laughs> of needs sex is with food you know what I'm saying? They're like, you need food and humping. And so this and is shelter. a raw, basic need. 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 I'm going to use that word, need. And yet we can't even talk about it. But I can be like, I'm hungry. But we can't be like, I want to hump. So I get, and I think it sets us up for so many things. It sets us up for unsafe sex. It sets us up for... Um, to be taken advantage of. To be taken of. advantage of. It sets us up for disappointment and sad sex lives. Like, <clears throat> I think we are just, yeah, I think sexually. And I. so one thing I do think, though, is I think Americans, even though, yeah, I think the South is probably more repressed, but I think um, Americans oh, as a whole are, are more repressed and don't talk as openly about sex. Because when you watch like French TV, like regular degla, I watched the French TV movie yesterday. Like, I was like, is that a full frontal? Yes, this is not even rated R. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like other countries are more, and there are some countries who are much more repressed than us, yeah. of course. But there are some countries that are just like, hey, and um, I don't necessarily know. I haven't studied it to say like they're sexually healthier but they're more sexually honest liberated and liberated and i think that's an important thing because i think when you think about what comes from repression you get those like y'all remember, remember that movie american beauty where the dude was like kevin spacey i think he was like um fantasizing about the daughter's little friend and she was like flirting with him and then this other guy, it was all about sexual repression. That mm -hmm. movie is crazy. I don't think I've but there seen was that. also like a gay man who was sexually repressed, um, and he ended up getting like violent and crazy. Like it's like the movie is crazy, but it goes towards like we don't know how to handle our feelings mm -hmm. sexually and how we end up acting out because of that lack I don't of think we don't know how to handle our feelings at all. <laughs> True at all story. <laughs> we don't know how to handle our feelings at all. Period. But especially around sex. And yeah. so so why does it even matter? Like, why is sex important? Well, sex can be a form of coping. Mm -hmm. It can be a stress reliever. Mm -hmm. um, exercise. Mm -hmm. If you want to reproduce. Mm -hmm. If you want to do it the old-fashioned way. Yeah. Reproduction. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just all about it's, it's a stress reliever. <laughs> it truly is a stress reliever. It's a stress reliever, yeah, and um, it's a, a form of intimacy and connection. It's a, it, it is a, if it's with the right person, mm -hmm. it could be an amazing connection and Absolutely. experience. It can deepen relationships. Um, and I think it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely, it's a beautiful thing between the right people. Yeah. So. And like I said, that's not, I mean, that's why they always say, like, wait. Well, some religions be like, wait, wait, you know, wait. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's supposed to be a very beautiful and not a, I don't want to say, like, ritualistic, but, like, very rah, 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 mm -hmm. if I have to just use word. I don't yeah. know. It's a great, it's an experience. Yeah. So, but I also think, before you even talk about having sex, I think masturbation is a topic yes. of discussion. Because, again, if you don't know what you like. Exactly. And know your own body and exactly. your. Exactly. Spots and, and you know. Yes. What you, you like and what you don't like. Don't enter in it. Again, I think that's what goes to, like, also, like, being taken advantage of. Because like, mm -hmm. you don't, you can't enter into a ball game you don't got no experience in exactly. or don't know, you know. Is that Or your experience is traumatic. Right. You know what I mean? Your only interactions yes. with sexual contact have been, have been trauma traumatic. Based. Yeah. Is, you know, even more difficult to have a healthier sex relationship. Mm -hmm. um, but I definitely, so like, you know, children explore themselves early. I wasn't aware Especially how boys. early little boys explore themselves. And I was like, Carter is like a baby baby. And exploring himself. And I saw the discomfort from other people where they were like, Stop that! And I was like, You gonna get my baby a twitch? Why are you hollering? He is a whole baby. And he recognizes that that belongs to him and he wants to figure it out. Just like babies are like, Ooh, my hand. Mm -hmm. He was like, My penis. Which, that's enough. Just a side note, y'all. 
You need to teach your children to call their genitals by their real name. Um, so I worked at DSS and I saw numerous cases thrown out because people like because children couldn't identify mm-hmm. where the person had hurt them or touched them because it had some weird name like pocketbook mm-hmm. and all of that. Like we need to be able to say vagina and penis and anus. Like your child needs to be able to say those words because that is what it is. You know what I mean? And if you're uncomfortable with the biological name of your genitals, like that's that's deep. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't have no problem saying knee, toe, like head, shoulders, knees, and toes. <laughs> like, but you can't say vagina. Like, you need to be able to say the words, and you need to teach your children to say. Because that was the other thing. So Carter would be like, "My penis," and people were like, "Oh, yeah, uh, uh, uh. Like, he said the word. He said the word. You have a seizure, like." Some of down. It's his penis. Turns out now, again, Carter's the shadiest human alive. So Carter used to like to hear the echo of penis against like what? walls and stuff. So he'd be out public like penis. Like no, your child is out of order. Out of order. <laughs> but otherwise, and so like when he started exploring himself and he got a little older, I would say Carter, you need to go do that in your room. That's not something you do out in the common areas of the house, and that's not something you do outside of the house. You want to explore yourself, you need to go in your room. And people will be like, what? And I'll be like, so you want me to teach him to be ashamed of his penis? The thing he's going to love most in this world? Like, let's be real, y'all. You want me to teach him to be ashamed of it? It's not like there's no shame. If he want to explore himself, he just needs to do that in the privacy of his own space. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think we, once we get past that kind of stuff, we are able to, you know, allow children to figure themselves out a lot more um, appropriately. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't need all that other stuff. Like, he hopefully will not have to seek that information from friends who also don't know what the hell they talking about. Okay. Because he knows that he can come to his mama. You know what I mean? He knows, hopefully, that he can ask his dad what he needs to ask him, ask us. And mm-hmm. we will just be honest and upfront with him. Um, and then, and also, you know, there's so much on the internet. And so I really want him to come to me before he starts Googling shit. Google and Lord have mercy. <laughs> all, the all the things are on Google. So I would so much rather him come to me. And But in order for him to do that, he has to feel like I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm nutting up, he's going to be like, oh, Breaking mom it down about sweat. pop the blood vessel. Let Breaking me never ask sweat. her again. So, <laughs> all the words say, she starts away. Exactly. So you, But again, you have to be comfortable with you in order to do that. So... So, yes, so like Earl said, sex is, it's important, y'all. And if we are out here pretending like it's not important, we setting ourselves up for the okey-doke. Like, let's just be real. Um, People need physical connection and contact, you know what I mean? And I know there are some people who are, like, asexual, and that is not a thing for them. But most people need physical contact and crave physical intimacy um and if we're not being honest with ourselves about that we will repress our needs and then find ourselves in dangerous emotionally physically unsafe situations mm-hmm. so quit quit lying to yourself that you want to hump because you want to hump mm-hmm. and it's okay it's okay so Earl, what do we need for a healthy sex life? Like what do you consider important for a healthy sex life? Mm, let me sit my drink. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do I consider? Yeah, when if to if if a client came in and they were talking like what would would be key things that let you know they were having they had a healthy sex life? Well, one, if the client is open to talk about their sex life, mm-hmm. they're more than likely. That's the first, like, okay. Because most people, they're acknowledging that sex is a thing. <laughs> so a whenever a client even talks about sex, I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Where are we going with this? Exactly. Most of them are like, sex? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. And they lock up. Yes. So, one, if you're able to talk about sex. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If you're able to verbalize what you need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your frequency. But not even just frequency, though, because 
You can have an unhealthy sex life if your frequency is high. Yes. So yes, say that again. You can have an unhealthy sex life if your frequency is high. Absolutely. So I'll ask them one like, "What is your you know, frequency?" Mm-hmm. Maybe even number of mm-hmm. like partners. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I mean, hey, like, you, are they medicating what's sex? Right. Like, what are you? Because if you, yeah. I mean, if you just like. You know, you got to be a little freaky. Mm-hmm. That's fine, but I want to know why. Yeah, is there a deeper about... reason? Like, are you having all these partners to cover up something or fill mm-hmm. a void of mm-hmm. emptiness? You know, mm-hmm. but um, frequency, partners, um, feelings after mm-hmm. sex. Mm-hmm. Is there satisfaction? Yes. Are you having an orgasm, right. ladies? Because men, it's a little easier. Ladies, are you having mm-hmm. an orgasm? Like I like I just I I have had sessions with clients where I'm like, and so did you orgasm? And they are like looking at me like I'm crazy. And then they're like, No, I never done. I'm like, and have you talked to your partner about that? Like have you talked to your you married to the communication for life and like till death do us part and you can't be like, Babe, I didn't get my rocks off. Really? Really? And he done kissed and touched your everywhere? <laughs> what? <laughs> Mm-mm. So communication, communication, mm-hmm. um, boundary, bound. Ba- that's my favorite word. Be bound. Please, yes. Be bound up in boundaries. Be bound up <laughs> in, in boundaries. boundaries. It doesn't make you like bub. Bub is the acronym. Yes. Bound up in oh. boundaries. <laughs> bub. <laughs> because now your boundaries need to be porous. Which means that you are open mm-hmm. to new experiences, new interactions. So there's rigid boundaries, there's porous boundaries, and there's like loose boundaries. But also so, be open up and when you say, hell no, I don't want to do, no. Mm-hmm. Be grounded in your no. If yes. you know that's not a thing for you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Let it be known. Yes, yes. So obviously people humping. So what what makes communication about sex? so difficult in a partnership in with somebody you know and love why is it still so tough it go, to talk about humping I, I say the same thing every week I swear to god everything it just always relates back people are not comfortable with having tough conversations mm-hmm. in general people are always concerned about hurting feelings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want this person to feel this way I don't want if I say no or I be like I, I, no they gonna leave me it's all about that it's fear people mm-hmm. be having fear Run their whole life. Yes. Don't let fear run your life. Because, baby, yes. life is short. It is short. So short. If that's not anything we know, like, if, if we don't know nothing else in this new day, it's age, short. It's not promised. short. And you do not, even if you have a quote unquote long life and you live to your early years, it's still not When you know. sitting back there and you short. start looking back and like, well, damn, I really enjoy only 10 years out of my 70. Exactly. No, no, exactly. no. Hell no. <laughs> so, yeah, I agree. Like, being afraid that you're going to hurt someone's feelings. Or I think also the fear of rejection. Like, the fear of saying, like, babe, I actually want us to do sex this way. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, ew, you nasty. Or, like, being judged um, makes it, you know, very difficult. It's like being condemned. Yeah, condemned. exactly. And I think that looks different for men and women. And I can only speak to heterosexual relationships. But I think men feel like they're going to be condemned if they're more tender and honest, you know, and like more like compassionate and they mm-hmm. want like I want to be held and you know what I mean? And women feel like they're going to be condemned if they want something more um aggressive or rough mm-hmm. or you know what I mean like or like and so how am I going to be perceived? Exactly. And I'm like, well, Worrying about how you're being perceived in your relationship is a red flag. Like right. you're saying, if you feel like if your partner's stressed about judgment, your partner's judgment, then that's a whole nother conversation. So Are they really your partner? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can go together. You can even be married, and that's not your partner. Know that. But I say to people all the ooh. time. Oh, okay, go ahead. Oh, 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 Um. So we need to definitely. I'm gonna move. I got a resource. Okay. And it ain't even a part of this. Okay. But soulmate versus 
Uh, what is it called? Oh, life partner. Life partner. Yes. There's a difference, and we will attach that article. Yes, please read that article. Soulmate versus, versus life partner. partner. You're welcome. Get into <laughs> all of that. Because that was an eye-opener. <laughs> so, something I tell people all the time, um, clients, I say, your sex life mirrors the rest of your relationship. So whatever is going on in your relationship, your sex life will mirror that. So if you have trust issues in your relationship, your sex life will mirror. You know what I mean? Where there's distrust in the sex. Whether you're not trusting if they're being faithful. Whether you're not trusting them enough to be like, I want you to pull my hair a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what the distrust is, if there's distrust in the relationship, it will show up in your show up in your sex life. If there's struggles communicating, that will show up and in your sex life. And that might even be chemically. Yeah. When you have mm-hmm. issues in y'all regular relationship, yep. you might not be able to perform. Perform. It, yeah. Re- like receive pleasure or be stimulated. Like there, y'all, the yeah. body speaks to you mm-hmm. all day, every day. Okay. Absolutely. When something is going on in one part of your life, your body is going to let it be known. Mm-hmm. And this probably going to show up in the most random part of your life. You're like, what? Exactly. Exactly. If you're Listen stressed, to your bodies. Yeah, if you're stressed, like all those things. And so if you're struggling sexually, then that is probably an issue within the relationship as a Mm -hmm. whole. And you need to address the issue in the relationship as a whole to regain the comfort, like the comfort in your sex life Mm -hmm. or the whatever it is that's lacking in your sex life. You need to address the actual relationship issue. Like people be like, let's just hump it out. That's like, if I don't feel safe in my relationship, I'm not going to feel safe pumping it out with you. No. And I might still do it, but that doesn't mean I enjoyed it like I would have if we were in a better space. And you should want your partner to enjoy it. I feel like maybe the homework for you guys is to ask questions. Don't just wait for your partner to give you feedback. Ask Ask some questions. Be like, babe, what can can I do better? How is that? You know what I mean? And then let your partner ask you the same and have a real honest conversation with the understanding that what they're saying is to help, not to hurt. Mm -hmm. Because you make that choice. You choose whether you're going to receive what they're saying as a hurt or a help. And please don't be defensive. Yeah, if it's your partner, then they're trying to help. Don't be defensive. And if they're not trying to help you, why is that your partner? And we are moving our necks <laughs> in our eyes at the microphone. Why is your partner hurting you? Hmm. Actually. So, yeah. So, I think um, ultimately the goal is for you to be satisfied and to satisfy um, your partner mm-hmm. and yourself. Uh Without hurting others. Like, that's the goal. You know what I mean? So, let's take a moment. We will be remiss to not talk about consent in regards to sex. You need radical consent. One more time. Radical. Like, that shit needs to be so clear to you that you just, like, you're just, like, uh, I'm very, very clear that this person wants this to happen. And if you are unsure... Hey, hey, guess what we've been talking about? Yeah. Ask. Use your words. Ask a question. Ask a question. Yes. And understand that consent is on, there's lots of levels to consent. I think sometimes people feel like when they've been dating someone for a long time and they've been humping for a while, mm. that the consent is implied. It's just faded. And it's not no. like, you. if you're going to be doing something new, if you're wanting to move into, like if we're sitting here on the couch and you want to hump me and we've been together for 10 years, you need to still be like or we like this we we, we got to do we this we got to do this you know what i mean and you can consent you know i'm not saying you need to like break out a piece of paper and have them sign and you don't even have sign. to verbally con- like there are different this is cuz you know this and is, an this is my yeah. world I'm a sit back. my passion is survivors of sexual assault that yes. is me all day i love yes. trauma there are multiple m- ways of seeing consent mm-hmm. there can be non-verbal consent there can be verbal consent and ver- consent can be snatched away at any time yes. they could have consented to y'all making out and going the first second or hell i don't even know y'all could be basing and the, the moment, moment the like, no thank you right I'm stop. so you stop. need to pay attention to moves because it still holds up in court y'all they do not have to verbally say no 
if they are mm-hmm. body be aware like yeah. be there be connected be and in the connected enough that you can partner. realize if your partner is clearly yeah, done like exactly if your partner just laying there looking off to the side then they're not enjoying this no and you should want you shouldn't want to be having sex with somebody who doesn't want to be having and you sex need to be concerned like is that what acts y'all please use your words Sure. 2017. Yes. The rest yes. of your life. Yes. Use your words. And if this is a new situation, if this is somebody you have never hunted before, use you need all the words. Consent. You need Ver- all the verbal Ver- consent. Yes. Even if they gave verbal, you need to do a check in. Exactly. Exactly. We're moving forward. Like you said. Okay. You and in, in the midst. It. Exactly. Just, we, we good? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Use your words because it is. Y'all, mm-hmm. please. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Please yeah. pick up on all cues. Absolutely. Nonverbal consents are real. And so I think also, if you have experienced trauma, um, sexual trauma, mm-hmm. it's really important that you don't try to button that up and mm-hmm. tuck that away um, because it will hinder so many parts of your life. It's scarring. And it's scarring and you deserve to be healed. Like it's unfair for someone to rob you um, and cause this trauma and pain mm-hmm. and yet you don't get help and healing from it and they just get to move on and you're stuck in that space because wherever we experience trauma part of us gets stuck there Mm -hmm. until we work through it and so and it's not fair it's not fair like you didn't deserve what Mm -hmm. happened to you you also don't deserve to be stuck in that while they continue on with their lives exactly and so there's so many resources and if you want to reach out to us um we have so many resources for Mm -hmm. you um just reach out to hatsoffpodcast at gmail.com we can provide you resources in your area Mm -hmm. Um, and again that will always be anonymous but just making sure that you know I think that so much shame comes from experiencing sexual trauma um, and putting that shame back where it belongs because it belongs with the person who took advantage of you who hurt Mm -hmm. you who mistreated you that is where that shame belongs and so reclaiming your life um, and your time uh, and not you know, and finding your peace again. Exactly. And although that. you might have been broken in that moment, mm-hmm. you can piece those back together and make mm-hmm. something way more beautiful and make exactly. a better, more beautiful picture. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so we just wanted to make sure that we um, touch those difficult topics because we talk about how people aren't willing to have difficult conversations. So Earl and I going to have them. We gonna say the thing. So talk to your kids about sex. Talk to your spouse about sex. Talk, talk to, to your yourself. About sex. Read about sex. Touch yourself. Touch yourself in your everywheres. If you can't touch yourself, don't let nobody else touch you. Hello. Be comfortable with you because Hello. that is the only way to be comfortable with other people. All right. Well, all right. We're gonna take a quick break and we will be back with the question of the day. All right, so we have our question of the day. Send your questions to hatsoffpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, you will always be anonymous. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and this week's question is... All you gotta do is stay... I said yes, 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 and I got triggered. It's <laughs> and he's triggered. And this made me think about that song. I got Especially you. when her did her own rendition. Y'all mm. check out her. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so Anonymous says, how do you handle it when your partner wants to be kinky and you're not ready? I think the first thing to say is, hey, I know you want to be kinky, but I'm not ready. <laughs> so that's the first. Yes. Lay down the foundation. Yes. Now let's go to the next level. Yes. Ask them. What that what means. is this what is this about? Or yeah. where does it come from? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. And then vice versa. Ask yourself along with them, what is it about you that you might that not makes be willing it uncomfortable. that makes exactly. it uncomfortable? Yeah. Dig and sift through that uncomfortableness. And when mm-hmm. it's if it's still not a thing, if it still doesn't feel right in your spirit, there's your roof. Bow that house up, it's done. <laughs> That's not a thing for me. Mm-hmm. I am so sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think that, you know, in relationships, we compromise and we try new things um, on a lot of different levels. Mm -hmm. And so you should explore things sexually with your partner. But there has to be a level of trust mm -hmm. and a level of respect before they, before you can do any of that. Mm -hmm. um, and you really need to be clear about, again, see, once if you're cool with you and you know what you like and what you don't like, because everybody has their quirks. Like, I don't like people by my ears for any reason reason at all because that's that noise you make when you open your mouth if that happens Sit by my ear it just creeps me out so i don't want my sons <laughs> whispering in my ear i don't want my friends whispering in my ear and i don't want my dude trying to lick and touch on my ear like now and if somebody wanted to do that that's not kinky at all like that's regular regular sex and i don't like it and so you have to be able to say no, thank you. What car to say on the tips? No, no, no thank, thank you. you. No, thank, thank you. you. I don't. I don't want to do no. that. Um, but also understanding, like people have all kind of kinks and fetishes and all kind of things, and so you gotta be okay being like nah. But if you like something, you also have to be okay saying. I like this because I think what happens in relationships is someone's so ashamed that they want you know some BDSM mm -hmm. or um, even just some light you know smacking and pulling and tapping like choking um, all the way up to like you know some some kinkier things feet and things like that like and what they do instead of opening up to their partner about it who may be willing they you cheat. know what I'm saying they cheat. <laughs> They fed, they fantasize and cheat and look at it on porn, and then that starts to escalate, and um, it just continues to become a problem. You know mm -hmm. what I mean in the relationship, and then the trust is broken, and I don't know. There's just something extra terrible when you're like when the partner would have been down with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. When if you would have like, opened your mouth, they're like, oh, I could have beat you. We would like. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to be beat. Okay, My bad. That was an extreme example. I'm just saying. But, but you never know what open your partner your damn is mouth. Exactly. And maybe there's a compromise in between. So if they're like, I ain't about to like put no like latex on my face, um, but I will do X, Y, and Z. And that may be enough. You know what I mean? But you need to be really honest with yourself and with them about how you're feeling mm -hmm. all the way through the process. And you need, if you do decide to start doing some kinky things or things that are outside your comfort zone, you need a safe word. Um, safe words are a word other than no to say in intense moments. Mm -hmm. um, and so it needs to be a word because people sometimes say no out of like reaction. And so they may not really mean no, just because no is just like, a, oh, no, no, no. Like, you know what I mean? But if they're you say, to. now, if y'all just having sex and they're saying no, then that means they don't want to have sex with you. That's that's lack of consent. Like, let's be clear. But if y'all are doing something kinky and they're like, you know, because if somebody's tickling me, I might not necessarily be like, no, but I might say no out of reaction. No, no, no. But if I say, you know, gum drop. Then that means you need to shut that shit down. So you need to have those. I'm just saying. You say gumdrop? I'm just saying. It needs to be something. Gumdrop! <laughs> That's going to be our new safe word. Gumdrop! Gumdrop! Damn it, gumdrop! <laughs> so you need to be able to say something that gets their attention and lets them know, oh no, they're for real. This is not working for them. They don't like it. Mm -hmm. um, and again, so those are the conversations you need to have because I promise you it's so much more fun when everybody's into it and having and having a grand old time. Um, if somebody's uncomfortable or like, you know, it makes everyone feeling like yeah, ashamed or whatever, it's you never get this again. So get clear, get a safe word. So we hope that helps Anonymous. Um, Gun drop. <laughs> and we will be right back with That's Not A Thing. Um, That's Not A Thing. All right, so That's Not A Thing. You wanna go first? Sure. All right. What is not a thing for me is feeling stagnant. Mm. Um, I think that is a very common feeling for some people. Mm -hmm. But I don't want you to be stagnant in you being stagnant. Mm. So, um, like I said, I had a revelation today. Um, Y'all just don't. It's not a thing. Mm -hmm. When you feel like it's your time to to dig into something new, 
do it. Mm-hmm. And don't let fear, because that's the awesome, will always be my thing. Mm-hmm. Y'all know that fear will cripple you. Cripple you. Mm-hmm. Don't let it do it. Don't let it do it to you. Sorry, that was my glass. <laughs> don't. Don't. <laughs> um, no, but for real, like, if you're feeling stagnant, and you might not need to, like, make a major change, but throw a little extra spice in there. Throw another recipe, side mm-hmm. hustle, something. Season. Do something that's going to make you feel uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. when you feel uncomfortable, that's when your best work is going to happen, mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Absolutely. And it's so hard. I know it's so hard when you get comfortable. And you're like, I got this routine. You know, I'm mm-hmm. so used to this. Well, I feel like whenever you have a routine, it's time to spice it up. Mm-hmm. It's time to spice it up. Mm-hmm. So my dad is not a thing. It's being stagnant. Yeah. Being stagnant gives me anxiety. Remember, I we talked stretched. about that a couple of like I get anxiety, like mm-hmm. we're stuck, and I feel like the walls are closing in on me. So yeah, that's the thing. Don't be stagnant. And I was reading randomly about my um, personality type. I'm an ENFP, um, and it said like that we just struggle with being stagnant, and we really you get bored. We get bored, but we also like once we get bored, we get like depressed and like. It, get, it goes to another level. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really interesting because I feel like I've experienced that before. Um, so here's my that's not a thing. And that's going to be some real talk, y'all. Uh-oh. 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 So we are just talking about sex. And good sex is amazing. But don't let good sex with a trash person fuck your whole life I'm going to just up. put my hands up. <laughs> Jesus is coming and we need to look busy. Look busy. (laughs) Like, good sex, as good as it is, cannot negate the garbage. Garbage. Put the apostrophe over that E. Yes. And I know, you know, because a lot of people aren't being honest. And so I think a lot of people think that their sex is better than it is. And so when you find somebody whose sex really is good, you're like, yes. But it's got to be more than good sex to maintain a relationship. Now, this is your cut, buddy. Y'all got to understand it. And all you need them for is good sex. Then, you know, hats off. You know what I'm saying? We tip our hat to you, good sir, good, good ma'am. But if you're trying to build, good sex can't be the foundation upon which you build an entire relationship. Friendship. Yeah. Should be the foundation. Yes. Yes. First. Accompanied with respect and trust. Like, and accountability and shit. Boundaries and things. Um, bub, but sex... bub it up, y'all. Bub it up. <laughs> Bound up in boundaries. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Like, I just see so many people stuck in bad situations because of the good sex. And I don't know so point, many people that bound up in a quote-unquote good sex and the sex ain't even good and they still there so yeah and then i was like how do you know it's the best sex like you know what i'm saying because for me i feel like if i trust you and i love you and we building and we doing good stuff together and we're you know what i'm saying being our best selves that's gonna be the best sex you know what i'm saying so if sex with this trash dude is good imagine what some good sex would be with somebody who you can with communicate respect. with and have to feel safe with and respect. Imagine what an actual love. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I bet you it could be better. So don't let the fear. Hey, there's that word again. It's a thing. Vocab word of the it's week on that talk episode eleven. <laughs> yeah, don't let fear of never finding anything better keep you in a trash situation just because you getting some good sex. Because I promise you, good sex will come again. And it will be better the next time if the person is not garbage. So, that is our That's Not A Thing. Alright, guys. So, quotes and resources. So, the resource for this week, you guys, since we've been talking about sex, why would I not provide resources on sex, silly old bear? Um... <laughs> So I'm going to provide you all with a sex personality test. And so I don't have to explain this. I'm going to just read you what it says. What's your sex personality? Are you a sexual daredevil or a little more subdued? Do you let yourself go or hold back? What are your notions of sexual normalcy and eccentricity? Are you sexually creative? Find out who you are, really are, between the sheets with this sex personality test. And it can be found on Psychology Today. I'm going to attach that link. It is a 
It's about 20 minutes, y'all. But, but it's worth it. Like, it's if worth you want to hunt good, it's worth it. And when you finish, they're going to just give you a quick snapshot of your results, your accurate results. Mm-hmm. And and what a great a conversation starter. Right. With your so partner. whenever, because like I said, take this test because you might not even know your comparability. And when you do, hey, you guys, we all have these lovely phones that we can screenshot, screenshot those results. And when you ready to have that discussion, because again, some people are not always ready to have conversations unless they have it written down. Mm-hmm. And look at that, you didn't even have to write, you just had to press a button. Pull them results up and be like, hey, yo. Mm-hmm. And then I need you to get bugged down the batteries. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so our quote today comes from Marilyn Monroe, who I feel like was very liberated sexually and condemned for such. Now, you don't need to be humping nobody's husband. No, but All I right, really that's do like not Marilyn. a thing. I really like her but story. I like Marilyn's story. I like how liberated she was with her body, and she wasn't like a size two, and she was totally okay with that. Even when she had those new pictures, she was like, "A sis gotta eat." Pick up, like you know what I'm saying? I'm like, boot and you. thick. <laughs> you boot and you thick. <laughs> so Marilyn, I appreciate her liberation. I just wish she had gotten some therapy and gotten around some good people. I think yeah, she might still be here today. Her. So, um, but Marilyn said, "We are all born sexual creatures, thank God. But it's a pity so many people despise and crush this natural gift." Mm. Truth, and it's a gift. Don't let people crush your good shit. And it's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. When it's done with two consenting adults, adults, it is a gift. When there's honesty and connection and safety and respect um, and passion, it is a gift. And so, appreciate the gift. Um, and all right, that's what we got. Hey, hey, hey. Happy, healthy humping. All right. So, uh, <laughs> check us out on all the things. Uh, we are on IG at Hatsauce Podcast CLT, and mm-hmm. we are on um, Facebook. Facebook and Twitter at Hatsauce Podcast. Follow us on our personal pages. My Instagram is easy.ecm. That is E A Z Y, period E C M. I am Courtney Leak LCSW on Instagram and Facebook, and Courtney LCSW on Twitter. Send us questions at hatsoffpodcast.gmail.com for the hats. Hmm. For the question of the day segment. Hats off. Yeah. My people. Bubbed. Bub it up. Yes. Um, also, like, <laughs> subscribe, review. Um, yes. We see y'all watching. So, we see y'all listening, not watching. We, we see y'all all, listening. We see a lot of y'all listening. So, uh, we appreciate all the support. You know what I'm saying? All clicks matter. And um, I think that's it. Until next time, be you. Be true. Hats, hats off. off. Hats off. Brought to you by Earl Martin and my mom, Courtney Leak. And I'm Carter. Be weary of the waste of the